What's up, fool? This is the Sore Losers BMX Podcast. My name is Justin Kobley. I'm out here on Long Island, New York. And I'm here with the co-host, Austin Mazer. He's in Mallorca, Spain, on the video chat. Today we've got our friend, Franco Leone. He's in Florida. And uh, we're going to see what Franco's been up to lately. So how are you guys doing? Good. Just living life. Living a life that I've never experienced before. So it's a, it's a new challenge every day. So it's good. Yeah. It's going good. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Your, uh, your move to Florida kind of like came out of nowhere. But yeah. the more you explained it, the more sense it made to all of us. And I think we all yeah. uh, supported your decision to leave us yeah, as was, hard as it was. It was a good move. It was a good move, I think. So far, I'm, I'm really, I'm, pre- I'm pretty happy. Though I've been a little depressed recently because I got hurt, but um, so far it's been good. Gotcha. Yeah, we're stoked to hear that. Um, I guess uh, I always forget to like give the guest the opportunity. <laughs> so if you want to like introduce yourself in some way, as brief or in depth as you want, you can uh, go for it. <laughs> um, like why am Lab I talking crew, to you right uh, now? Yeah, how like how do we relate? Back in the day, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you're like a founding member of the Whammo crew. Like, you go further uh, back with Craig that. than pretty much any of us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the, there was originally like a couple of guys before me that I don't, they don't even ride anymore. But I did go to school with Craig, and I've known the guy for forever. So I, I was around since basically the beginning. So you went to school with Craig? I actually didn't even know yeah, that. I feel like I didn't know that. Is that like high school? Yeah. So I lived in, I, uh, well, I lived in Bayville when I was a kid, and he lives in Locust Valley. Uh, Locust Valley and Bayville kind of like, I guess, they, throughout middle school and high school, they, they both go to the same school. So I didn't really ride in middle school. And maybe like I started in eighth grade or whatever. And I kind of started talking to Craig in maybe ninth or tenth grade. And that's when I met him. He had a cool uh, Fit Series 3 bike, I remember, a blue one. Mm-hmm. That was probably like Kiko era Craig. Uh, probably, yeah. Bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Super was already, era. Yeah. He was already riding for a while before you kind of... Yeah, he was already like... He was like ridiculously good at that point yeah. already. Like, it was crazy. I met, I met Craig with four pegs. Like, tiny mm. little bars with Jesse DeFeo, Rob DeFeo. It would come in. He used to wear a helmet. It's crazy. Like, how times change. Yeah, there's footage of like somewhat of that era Craig in the Super BMX video. What, the four peg Craig? Probably not. I guess no. it was yeah. not four pegs because it was him riding uh, Kiko, you know, yeah. with soups. Yeah, obviously. he had a blue bike. I think it was like a Van Home and Framus. I'm a, uh, I'm a bike nerd. I remember all this shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, he had brakes and two pegs for the longest time. Yeah, Trail Craig. Mm-hmm. Trail Craig. I feel like he would still ride brakes, but he's just like not interested in maintaining his bike enough to oh, ride yeah. brakes. No. Yeah, so he's just brakeless by default, which I'm yeah. kind of in the same his, camp. His, too. He doesn't give a fuck about his bike ever. No, I mean he rode him for how long did he have brakes on for? This like recent time, like he went a through year? a pretty long stretch with it. They went through a good like year, year and a half. Like that was kind of with his shoulder. His shoulder injury, like when he started riding again, I feel like, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, around then. Everyone goes through their phases. Yeah. It's one of those phases I want to have, but 
again, I'm like lazy for that maintenance. Yeah, no, I literally just bought brakes right here. I can actually show you. Not that the people are going to see it, but Damn. got them. I got a new frame. The older frame that I had, uh, the, the Colt frame, they didn't have the brake mount, so I had to get a new frame for them. Yeah. But yeah. we'll see how it goes. What frame did Is you the, end up getting? Um, the kink. Uh, the cross cut. The cross cut, cut or whatever. Yeah. Because people here are fucking, they drive like idiots. And it honestly, I've been riding around, like trying to get my foot, like, good again so i've been riding and cruising around and it, i've been i've gotten pretty scared people don't give yeah. a shit here jeez and for people that York. don't know i moved to florida like the west palm area so south florida so like the retirement zone to some I know retirement florida, zone been, so it's a lot of old old heads on the road tons of old people mm-hmm. and uh, tons of immigrants it's very ex- extremely diverse over here i've never seen it like it's let me tell you, Long Island, you're living in a bubble. Like, here is a different world. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, why did you move to Florida in the first place? Like, what, what brought that on? A uh, couple of reasons. I mean, like, the company that I work for um, is based out of, like, the accounting and the main guy who put the money with, for the company to start it lives in West Palm. So, the accounting um, is here. Well, everything kind of happens over here. And uh, we had a couple of guys who work for the company move down there years ago before I even started. So we're like, oh. I, I kind of like, I was never also married to New York. Like, I don't know. It's just like, I like it, but I never, I never had my mind set on it for the rest of my life. So I saw that and Lisa's, Lisa's parents, um, they have a house down here. We can't, we come here all the time. So the more I came over the years, I kind of like started, you know, fall in love with this place. Um, so I, I asked and they're like, go for it, you know, and it was, a. am not saying that I'm going to be living here for the rest of my life, but it's, it's a, it's a change that I kind of wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, but you did buy a house down there, which is a yeah, yeah. pretty big move. So congrats on that. Plus I feel like compared to Long Island you. prices, you probably got a steal. Oh yeah. I mean like this house, it's so nice. We got a pool like down the road. It's, we yeah. got a backyard, front yard. It's, it's a real house. I wish you could, you know. You, one day you'll see it, but um, yeah. we looked before before moving here. Our plan was to get a house, me and Lisa. We've been together for a long ass time, 10 years. So I was sick of paying rent, sick, done with that. You know, all the money just going to nothing. Just disappearing, um, yeah. So, yeah, so our, our plan was really just to buy a house and, and be done with it. Houses, <laughs> like where we want to live, like in that area, it's almost impossible to not buy a shack, you know? Yeah, and then the yeah. taxes just rape you later oh yeah the taxes okay. yeah for the houses up there they were like maybe like 13 12 to thirteen thousand dollars a year you know how much my taxes here are thirty five hundred dollars jeez yeah yeah it's like a it's, third it's, it's of a wild it's yeah. crazy yeah i feel like the time too of like buying a house now is also next to impossible there so i'm yeah. sure like looking i don't know like how it was getting your house now but no, I mean, like it was. I imagine um, it was. Easier. It was hard. It was pretty. It was pretty tough getting a house anywhere. Like the market, yeah. it just sucks that I like went into the market at a, such a crazy time. Mm-hmm. Right. But it all worked out in the end. Yeah, I I, I love the property. Um, the neighborhood's really nice. One day you'll ask, you know, you you guys are welcome to come at any time and. Uh, 
you know, it's skate parks everywhere. The area is perfect. The weather's really nice. Obviously, it's not a perfect. It's not the perfect world out here, but um, mm-hmm. it's um, it felt pretty surreal the first couple of months. You know, like what am I doing here? Like, is this the right move? Obviously, you you go to sleep and you're thinking like, yeah, you start like doubting what, yourself. You know, you, yeah, yeah. But now it really feels like I'm going home and like this is this is my house. Like it's it's a good feeling. Yeah, that's awesome. It's great. Yeah. How long has it been now? Like four months, two and a half months, couple months. Yeah, no, no, yeah. two and a half months. Yeah, came here in July. And you had homies already in that area, like where you at? No, no. One. Or you met him at the skate park? Um, I didn't know anyone when I came. Yeah, but um, I've made some. It's cool because BMX is like so easy. Just just go to the skate exactly. park and wait for someone to come in, and like, just guys new jersey like that i've met so it's like everyone here is a kind of a transplant like there's there's a florida guys that you could tell that they're from florida and you can tell that these other guys are not from florida so the pickup trucks given away right yeah Yeah. yeah, florida's sick all my trips there i've always had a good time i like all the locals they're always like super friendly not long ago right i guess now it's pretty long ago i guess it was like 2019 we drove down and we stayed in port st Lucie, which is like literally a, a retirement golf town so we ended up north. driving everywhere yeah we went to orlando and that was where we rode with like jabe jones and zuri ozamante something like that i don't know everybody has crazy names in florida that's where i met biarki harderson hard arson these people are yeah. Oh, Bajarki is from uh, Iceland. He was actually on the podcast uh, a few episodes back. So if you want to listen to that, you can uh, you can dig back, hear I about should, Icelandic BMX and Florida life, how that merges. Wait, so he lives here then? No. He so here. like, kind of the deal was his uh, both of his parents were like going to school in Florida for some reason, like throughout his childhood. So he was always moving back between Iceland and Florida, which is like, to me, like the craziest combination. Yeah, of, that's a weird of a state and a foreign country. So, yeah, when I met him, I was like, oh, this dude is just like a Florida guy. Like, and I had no idea he was from Iceland. So, but now he's back in <laughs> Iceland. His English is really good. Yeah, his English is dialed. Like, like, like you, you really can't tell. no accent. Yeah, it's crazy. No, but uh, no complaints. Just. People are uh, people here are, are definitely different. So it, it just it opens your mind. Like it just every time I think of like Long Island, it's just like we're definitely living in our own little bubble. Like it's it's a different world out here. But in general, the people have been pretty friendly. Like you haven't uh, haven't had any yeah, bad no, experiences I've... with like Florida rednecks or anything. No, not yet. No, not yet. It's just like Good. there's the drivers are just on another level. And uh, I do get road rage, especially in New York. But here, it's just like, should I get road rage? It, like, everyone like, just drives like this. Should I, like, you know, even, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But just, like, people are crazy. When do they drive here? Nobody uses turn signals, right? Yeah, that's what happens. It, everyone moves down there, and they just kind of go, like, oh, I guess this is how we drive Exactly. I don't have to care. And Franco's going to be yeah. driving like that? No, I'll never, I'll yeah, never I stoop win. that low. No, you care too much low. about your car. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, to answer your question about turn signals, 
If you see someone using a turn signal, you know they're not from Florida. Yeah, yeah, they're like a transplant, or they're here on like yeah. a vacation. Yeah. Oh, they have like a different plate on their car. Yeah, it's yeah, like the opposite even, um, world of uh of Spain. Austin, how he tells about like how stringent the road tests are and like how hard it is just to get a license. Oh, it's the opposite here. Getting a, I wonder how to like okay. Make sure you don't use your turn signal. <laughs> you get points off for like doing things right. Make sure you have an open container of at yeah. least five percent alcohol mm. content. At least, at least fifteen over the speed limit. Mm-hmm. At so least it's, twenty me, decibels it's, uh, on your radio. You have to have the radio up. <laughs> I mean, it's a little strange because in New York, like. As, as, as much as you might not think that people respect like bicycle riders and pedestrians and shit, like, uh, like nobody will stop for you. They'll just fucking go past the stop signs and like just yeah. hit you. I've had to smack a couple of cars like, yo, what the fuck are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. You see me coming. There's a stop sign. Yet you still go like a fucking asshole. At least some people in New York will respect that. Yeah. Yeah. I think New York in general is a pretty bike friendly state. Like I feel like in the city the taxi drivers and just like the locals they accept that people all over just use bikes as transportation and mm-hmm. you have to like not run them over or else you're not going to get anywhere and maybe a lawsuit is coming soon if i maybe, get hit maybe just don't get hit too hard no i read just like a, yeah, you just know, enough yeah just enough to get a big fat settlement. such an american thing to do <laughs> it is yeah. <laughs> yeah that is a shitty shitty way to look at uh mm-hmm. To look at it. So what skate parks do you have at your disposal where you are? Because I feel like Florida has just littered with like really good concrete parks. And then there's prefab there, parks. There like- is there is a, a plethora of skate parks around me. Within like 10 to 15 miles around my house, there is, there's definitely skate parks. Um, you get you hop on the highway and you're there in like 15 minutes. Um, there's one. My local one is called Vista. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen it on my Instagram. It's it's fucking amazing. Is that the, the one park. that you did the uh, tail whip at recently? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that, that place. It's got everything you can think of. Like to practice, it's like the be- the best port park you ever ride. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Is it, is it concrete? I don't remember. It's metal. I remember the clip. I can't think of it is metal. Metal Park. I actually fucked up my foot on that tail whip. I don't know. Like at the end, when you clip, landed, I landed it. Do you remember? Do you remember? Maybe like it was uh 2020, and we went to the Far Rockaway um spot before it was a skate park. We jumped the fence and we wrote the those the, like really plastic ledges, ledges, right? Yeah, I have a clip of you yeah. from there with like the yeah jumping into like the Jersey barrier. Yeah, that day my foot was like it was done. I, I don't know what I did with it, but um, I stopped riding for like two months after that. And yeah, then we started riding right when we st- when uh, we took that Philly trip and we met up with that dude, uh, John, John Yo or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. But um, on that tail whip that I did, a couple, um, it was exactly a month ago. I refucked it up. The exact same thing happened to it. It's, a, it's called a high ankle sprain. It's like a it just, basketball injury, right? A high yeah. ankle sprain? Yeah, it's not a regular sprain where like you invert your foot like this or like yeah. that. So like it's not you can't even tell that there's something wrong with it because it doesn't bruise like a, a regular sprain. 
it's like legit on the top part of it's almost like your lower shin right correct Mm -hmm. and that just takes forever to heal so i'm just trying to do my best to is it from like bending the foot a lot yeah what actually here's your foot and then you you bend it inwards like that so like the top part is i guess there's some tendon or ligament there Mm -hmm. that just like gets sprained it takes forever you know, it almost sounds like a uh, like the skateboard injury when you get a hot pocket. Have you ever heard Maybe. that term before? I've heard the hot pocket because I get um, those, and it's like it's more of a symptom of my my normal ankle sprain, still mm-hmm. sort of like giving me problems with like inflammation and things touching that aren't supposed to. No, but this thing, but is it's not I, very like, high up. Sit- it's it's at the like the bit you know where your foot meets your leg. It's like right in that mm-hmm. crevice, and it's like literally feels like somebody's pouring boiling water into yes. your your foot. Yep. Really? Yeah, it hurts. It hurts, and it burns. Just, and then it, but it fades, and then you can ride on it. But then once you strain it again, then it blows up even worse, and it just like it just repeats like that over and over. Yeah. And the I fucked up the thing, thing is, it's when I when I did it, I knew like, oh, this is exactly what I did in the past. I just need to chill. I need to chill out on it and just let it heal. Two weeks go by. It's all right. I'm like able to like jog because I've been trying to like, you know, work it. So I've been trying to jog and run on it. It's so like, it's, it's not too bad. So I went out like an asshole and played tennis and just back to square one, just totally yeah. fucked it up. I think I fucked it up even more Damn. than what it was before. Fuck. So. I hit like a couple of days of like depression. I'm like, I can't do anything. This is just terrible. It's because when I see a beautiful, a beautiful yeah. when I see like the sunlight out and it's just so yeah. fucking nice out, it's 80 degrees. I just, it, 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 it really hurts. Yeah. I feel it just you. you inside just yeah. not being able to, especially like kind of going, like you said, back to square one. Mm-hmm. Now it's uh, I went riding today for the first time and it's uh it feels good. It's okay. Yeah. It still hurts a you little wrap bit. It? I do. I wear a brace. I don't wrap it. I wear a brace. Gotcha. That helps. So yeah, you talked about uh, tennis a little bit. So you don't just ride BMX. Like you have a bunch of different hobbies. And something that like I'm always curious about for other people is like, how do you manage? all to be into so many things and like do you schedule your hobbies like what's your your strat because like (laughs) you're into cars you have like an amazing crazy built car and like the engine blows up kind of like every couple months and like (laughs) it's never blown up thankfully but well the turbo blew up the turbo um the seals went out so started blowing smoke it still worked the car drove and you can get from point a to point b but it was blowing smoke it smelled like shit the Mm -hmm. exhaust to fix that um i don't know you just there there is a i do have a lot of things in my life that i do have to i guess manage why like time manage wisely or whatever i got you know lisa my fiance i got bmx um i got tennis and car but i've kind of like forgotten about the car like just kind of like a big waste of money at this point and i wish i never spent that money on that thing because like I'd have a lot nicer things for this house. It's just priorities are, you know, really hitting me at this point in life. So, but um, the car is done at least, and now you can enjoy yeah, I was gonna it. Say, like, I mean, at this point, like you already have a lot done to it. So, yeah, it's not like I can't really push any more power out of it just because yeah. I would be that 
that might actually hurt the engine and if if the engine goes i'm i'm tra- i'm putting the car in the trash that's it like i'm, I'm going to buy like a civic or something yeah, yeah just lease like a new honda or something yeah, exactly. toyota whatever yeah. yeah yeah i mean I, I ride bikes i play tennis i'm just try to be out there as much as i possibly can i like sweating i like running i like yeah. exercising so like i said when i was hurt and i see a beautiful day out i'm like it it's it it literally depresses the shit out of me yeah, yeah. Yeah, sweating's tight. Definitely, like, you get a different sort of, like, satisfaction from, like, a physical hobby yeah. versus just, like, playing video games or, like, even, like, instruments, like, guitar and stuff is, like, very satisfying, very fun to do, but, like, getting mm-hmm. outside and, like, doing something and, like, getting yeah. yourself physically exhausted is just, like, a totally different level. Yeah, I agree with that. And if you don't I, uh, have one already, you need to invest in one of these. I got one. I got a weird looking. Yeah, I think when last time, you know that last sound, time I saw right? Austin, he he had one of those. What the fuck is that? This is a massage gun. It's not a fancy oh, Theragun, oh, cool. but it's uh one of the Amazon specials that oh. Freddie hooked me up with. Austin looks like a showerhead. Nothing like a showerhead. <laughs> yeah. It almost looked like I mean, um it's, it's like it's the nice new like. I can like get my back pretty good, you know. Mm. Yeah. It actually works. It helps. It's really really good. Makes a difference. It's similar to like if you've ever sat in like a massage chair that'll like vibrate and like knead your back. Like Mm -hmm. it's just good because you can pinpoint exactly like where it's bothering you, and it like it kind of like pulverizes you, but like not in a painful (laughs) way. But it like yeah, it's it's supposed to be like a deep tissue massage, so it really like. It doesn't just massage like the surface level. It like pulverizes your muscle, like tenderizing a piece of meat. I've seen him at Walmart and at Target. I might, I might consider one for the foot. They're like the forty ankle. bucks on Amazon. So really, I would say just grab one of those. Yeah, my buddy Danny, yeah. he's been using this exact one, and uh, Flatland Danny. Yeah, Flatland Dan, Danny New. Yeah. <laughs> So he's been running his for like a couple years. He brings it in his backpack out riding everywhere. So the 40 buck one is solid. Yeah. I wouldn't carry that thing around, but it's kind of heavy. Consider for him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't carry it. I've already got camera gear too much. Too much to carry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I feel like the extent is what, uh, what Lewis does and just has it in the car. Yeah. That's a good way to do it. Plug it into the cigarette lighter. Uh, yeah, you could. <laughs> oh, it's battery. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's okay. battery it's power. Yeah. The, the one I have, it was like maybe 20, 20 bucks. Nice. Sure. Just I'll consider one. Yeah. It just no. needs to be uh, plugged into running water. I mean, <laughs> the only thing is it has to be plugged in. So that's like, uh, I would pay an extra 20 for it to be cordless so I can use it wherever. Yeah. But yeah, I guess the job done. So oh, yeah, shit, man. another uh, another Franco ism that I always think about is like having a super nice bike. Like you always have the most dialed bike. Is that like an intentional thing, or you just do you not ride as good if your bike is like ratty? Because I, I think a lot of our crew like we just like to ride kind of ratty bikes. Not you. Your bike's pretty nice. My bike usually stays pretty good, but like. A couple weekends back, for example, uh, I was riding in Philly and like 
realized that everything on my bike was rattling. And then like Freddie took a tool and was like, dude, you know, your sprocket's loose. It's like your crank arm is loose. Your pedal's falling <laughs> what off. What are you, Craig? Who are yeah, you, Craig? I guess I was turning into Craig for, uh, for a minute. No, I just don't like, I don't like a, a, a rattly chain that smacks against the, the chain yeah. stay. Um, once a grip goes, I like to swap them out. My bike's pretty nice right now because I got a new frame. But besides that, I do beat the shit out of the frames. I do all the Austin grinds, the uh, beating grinds, whatever, <laughs> the crank arm things. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, your bike's uh, definitely not a showpiece. But I think you're just good at like maintaining it. Like, it's just staying you on top your of frame it. Like something breaks or whatever, or spoke, and you just try and get it done as soon as possible. Ever since I kind of got older and like a real job. I got into cars and cars are fucking stupid money just to yeah it's like another order of magnitude of expense yeah compared to bike, bike, parts. bike riding is cheap so mm-hmm. you need a new fucking part that just buy it just get it yeah i don't like having shit bike you know yeah, at least i'm not one of those like titanium frames like fucking mm-hmm. titanium spoke like million dollar bikes or whatever that goes to the park you know I, I will beat the shit out of the bike. Yeah, you still definitely abuse your bike. Like, I always see you doing, like, pedal grinds and, like, yeah. those crank arm feebles that even I still cringe when I try them. Maybe because I suck at them yeah. and it, like, just trashes my sprocket, but... Yeah, all those all those weird grinds will fuck up everything on your bike. Yeah. I go through pedals, like, maybe, like, twice a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, once every two months, sorry. But, uh, yeah, I, I might consider even metal pedals. Because I saw that dude, Mickey Fleck or whatever, yeah, he's yeah, got Mickey's, the metal ones. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I, I do. I've but been it's running. Like, imagine doing tail whips with like metal pedals. I don't think I'll ever do another tail whip. Yeah, yeah. my footing is Not too sloppy to uh, to rock the metals. My shins would get sliced yeah. way Unless too you're way too big. Shin pads. Mm-hmm. Or you're just like Mickey, and you don't give a fuck. Just... Yeah, that that guy's a. Uh, he's got the Mickey. weird style, but he's really good. Yeah, he's very very good. He's got the crazy yeah. pedal grinds. The nosedive yeah. splat stees, yeah, and he somehow uh, makes it yeah. look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mickey's crazy. You know the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was living in BCN, I mean, he's, you know, one of the Local. good homies. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I told I you guys remember. this. I actually met yeah. Mickey in uh, Long Beach, California. I think when he like first got on Fit, I guess it was. And he I was just he's on United. Fit. No, no uh, he for United. Primo. Hmm? Maybe it was Primo. I could have sworn it was Fit at the time. He was like Fit. He never, flow. He never rode. No, who is who does he ride for? United. 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 Okay, so he was. Yeah, it was. His, Maybe it was he like, was with Justin because they were filming United stuff, or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I thought maybe it's because um the Fit team also rolled up five minutes later oh. at the coffee shop we were at. But anyway, yeah, I was at a coffee shop with uh Sean Moore and grand castelluzzo and like of course like another bmx crew rolled up and i was like hey what's up good to meet you guys you know i'm mickey whatever and like didn't really you know just just said what's up to him and then you know all these years later seeing him kill it ridiculously is pretty yeah. cool yeah he's uh he's crazy and it's like i remember i feel like i remember when he learned like the front pedal grinds the four peg front pedal yeah yeah, yeah. and like uh, you got to specify because it's like a then, different trick yeah exactly and then like to see him like from like him fucking around with those and then to like how he was just able to do the front pedal feeble 
hard 180s like mm-hmm. seemingly unlock and uh and then to in recent time now do like the back pedal one with the the back peg still there and then do hard 180s out of that yeah that's a uh... <laughs> Doing it with a peg in the back, with a back foot pedal grind with a peg in the back. How do you, the way you'd have to like manage your bike to put it in that position is insane. You're just like yeah, crooked like as fuck when like you do pedal it. Feeble, like the back pedal feeble with a peg there. Like I've done, it, done them at hunts and stuff and just fucking around, but then to like do a hard 180 and like for him switch. With metal pegs like, too. I mean, metal, I, guess yeah. that, I guess that doesn't really make a difference. Or metal, metal yeah, pedals like, too. Sliding against yeah. the... And then now he took off. Uh, I think he took off his back pegs. Now. I think he's riding two pegs now. And now he's doing dusters. So the guys all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I like people who uh, push the weird. He just, yeah, he just loves doing weird, weird grinds. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. trying new grinds, shit like that. So Kirk's I'm excited to see where he takes the duster. Kirk's good at those uh, weird grinds. Yeah, Craig. Yeah. Uh, intentionally rides like the weirdest setup with i guess he's a right side grind and he rides right hand drive so like his grind side is his drive side which is wrong but it means he can do tricks like those pedal crooks and he can do Mm -hmm. like those weird like x up pedal grind things easier I guess the drivetrain doesn't affect that too much i mean i have a left hand drive and i do the pedal crooks but i can only do them on like fat rails he mm-hmm. does them on he doesn't want anything the, the round rails yeah. and anything because it just locks into the bottom bracket so much better yeah 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 i get it but like you know him doing that then he always talks about like oh kinked rails like i can't do them because then my sprocket hits and like mm-hmm. so it's a give and a take you know he'd rather of, just uh, pedal with random shit than do anything in a world of four pegs and free coasters no offense austin you do weird ones too, <laughs> but uh, like the, the saturated like edit of four pegs, Craig, uh, he does a cool things. So uh, I appreciate that, and that guy Mickey as well. A bunch of other people yeah. do them. Yeah, I think riding four pegs in a coaster isn't necessarily like a death sentence of creativity, but like it, I feel like it, it can be easy to just default on like doing the same stuff, like. The same yes. like pegs hard threes and like the backwards manual craze that's been going on forever. I've been into the fakie manual lately. Yeah, Finally fakie manuals are tight. Out, so I'm like, I gotta, I gotta catch up. Nah, you're you're pretty, but, you're doing pretty good, Austin, with the the foot switching and everything. Yeah, yeah. Manage the the four pegs correctly. You do the four peg thing, and then you do the weird grind. So it's a, mm. I appreciate it as well. Yeah, I feel like sometimes it's it's weird, like the like how you're saying like the four peg free coaster thing. It's like it's easy to see a lot of like the switch feeble, one eighty, fakey, fakey hop pegs, like that kind of that. Yeah, I'm using all the pegs and the free coaster, but it's just a very basic at this point. A little you know, played out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Played out. That's that's the right way to put it feel bad though because that stuff is still super hard like yeah. i definitely could not pull it off so i rode four pegs for about maybe 24 hours and took it off i just don't like my foot hitting the back peg back foot. yeah that's part of the reason i took mine off 
Also, like, I, mean, yeah, I just always neglected that uh, switch ice pick, switch feeble side. Like, it just always felt really uncomfortable to use it. And so I just kind of ignored it. And then it just came to the point where I was like, I ah, just might as well take it off. Like, three. Three gives me the switch hanger, which is, like, my favorite trick ever. But then, you know, it's it's like riding two pegs plus rather than four pegs minus one. Mm-hmm. That's how I try to think of it. The three pegs, I, 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 I've always ran three pegs for a long time, but it, it makes your bike pretty ugly. I don't like oh, yeah, it looks ugly. Look. Oh, yeah, for sure. But then brakes do, too. I think brakes are, like, the ugliest. Really? Yeah, I don't like, I don't like, I like brake the, bikes. I like the straight cable. It just looks, like, floppy. Like, it just looks <laughs> like you have, like, some shit just, like, taped to your bike, and it's, like, rattling around, and it gets all coiled up. Like, it just... I feel like a, a brakeless bike just looks yeah, so streamlined like and like basic, like simple. Annoying. Yeah, like the cable smacking against the frame, and or the mm. dudes that just fucking. What do they do to the brakes that make that fucking squealing sound? They ride clear yeah. pads. That's what they do. Oh really? That's that's what it is. That's like, what makes it sound. Pad, like clear pads on a, on a chrome rim. On a chrome rim. Yeah, yeah. That's the ultimate brake siren. Put soda on it yeah. too, right? Yeah, you could you could lather it up with some soda, and that's like the extra sticky squeak. At the end of the day, like these brakes are what they call like U brakes or whatever. They're like they're, they're pieces of shit compared to like mountain bike brakes. Like the oh yeah, like or discs. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, discs are insane. Yeah. Discs are like the brakes on your car, like yeah, way more efficient stopping power. Like, what brakes did you get for your uh your new setup? Uh, they're kink. Kink brakes. Kink brakes. You get kink frame with kink brakes. Yeah, I mean, gotcha. I guess since, uh, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of kink. I mean, like they're. they're I like the. I like the riders and shit. But like, I've never ridden anything kink ever in my entire life. But um, that's what they had at source. I guess everything is out. Literally, yeah. You know, there's yeah, uh, it's slim pickings uh, right now. Yeah, slim pickings. I considered going the custom frame route. Um, oh yeah yeah we were talking about that a bit what were your uh your options there you were like we're looking into a few there was um that layer frame Mm -hmm. uh there was anthony quadros Uh, a guy um, works bmx yeah the fbm dude and there was another guy who makes like the mutiny frames for uh johnny nemesek shout out to johnny he's a fucking man um another guy with a hard to pronounce name right what is it I can't remember his name, but uh, he wasn't available. He's like, I stopped making them. Um, and then it's just like, uh, do I really need a custom frame? Not really. So I just stopped it after one of these. Kink. Yeah, it Especially because I feel like you were looking overkill. for specific things that like when you were talking to some of them, it was like uh, you could get this or that or type of thing. So it was like more of a hassle. Right, so I wanted a custom just, frame, but yeah. you, you wanted can't a customize truly it to custom what I frame. You wanted like right. Right. specific diameter tubing. You wanted like you know this, you know the chain stays this thickness, and you wanted like you know certain um what was it like Not the gussets even. I just and stuff. Wanted, I just wanted a strong frame and bought like chain stay like um what are those called like plates? Yeah, so mine you, has them because I, I dent the shit out of those when you do pedal, pedal grinds. grinds you yeah, the shit out of your frame. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess I didn't do it. So, we the yeah, people like plug the, the Pathfinder like is awesome frames. for that reason. Like the world of custom frames, it doesn't sound like it's a whole lot to ask for. No, but then again, really. I don't weld frames, so I don't know. 
<laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, I think maybe one day. I think with with welding uh, BMX frames, you have to have like a custom jig for every type of geometry. Like you have to have like a frame that you put all the tubing into that lines up specifically for like the length change days you want and the angles that everything is going to meet. Like the, you know, you can have a C tube from like 69 degrees to 71 degrees. And then that's going to change the angle that it like meets with the chain stays and the seat state. Like it's, you got to have a, a specialized jig for all that. So it's probably a pain in the ass yeah. if you're like asking for completely extra things. weird geo and extra things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I agree with that. But like it the guy be... that. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say the guy that Johnny gets his from, like, he doesn't make them anymore. He He's out of the game. Like Johnny's the exclusive. The he exclusive only works customer. for Nemesec. That's yeah, his yeah. sole client. Long Island legend, by the way. You said? Yeah, he makes the mutiny frames and the terrible one frames. Hmm. Terrible one's cool. I wish they made like more of a or updated shit because I definitely rock a T one frame. They just have really uh, old school, not old school, but like just more like trail weird. geo. Yeah, longer, exactly. longer back ends and like more mellow head tubes. What's the uh? What's like the main geo on that kink? What'd you call it? A defender surrender cross cut cross, cross cut. cut buzz cut. Yeah. Buzz what's cut. the geo? Um, twenty one with a really short rear end, so really fucking short. Thirteen point uh twelve point five. Sorry, twelve five. Yeah, yeah, and a seventy five point five head tube. Not that I fucking need that. Uh-huh. I like honestly. That's kind of like chill the now. Frame. I like the vegan frame way better with that I had the Colt. But it doesn't come with brake mounts. No mounts. Kind of just wanted to uh, try out the brakes. You know, if you really wanted to, you could probably send that frame out and get mounts welded onto it. I don't think that would be impossible, but it would probably be tough to find like the guy for it. But Mm. might as well just buy a new frame at that point. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) But fuck a twelve-five back. Yeah, I'm not rocking it that short. It's probably like 12.7, 8 right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the, the vegan be- was, like 20, vegan, 12. I think the vegan's 12.8 slammed. So that's close, like, but still. That's a good, I like that. I, I mean, I, just because I got used to it. Yeah, I mean, personally, I like it because, I mean, from the vegan, because I've kind of, since I've been riding for Cole, I've kind of, done like a weird like the first frame was the you wrote Panza, the too short right too short yeah. and that was like probably what you're riding now i think it was like 12 5 to 12 6 or something i don't know so that was really small and like with 165 cranks my heel was kind of just like skimming I the, the back i could feel the back peg kind of like just sitting super close to my heel and i it's just one of those things that you you feel in the back, like to like loop out on a manual and feel that your heel is so close to the peg and stuff. It would just kind of play mind games. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to definitely want to get a longer frame. So then I got the DAC frame and I think it's like the, the total DAC, opposite with mm-hmm. yeah, total opposite. Yeah. But I think w- before getting it, I was reading the geo wrong. So I thought it was maybe like 
because it was like I think it's thirteen three to thirteen five. Like thirteen three slammed maybe, or thirteen four or something. But I thought it was something else slammed to thirteen three. So I thought it was in that like nice little area, but it ended up being lo- much longer. And that was a whole weird change. And then got used to that. And then now the Began, I feel like, is that kind of sweet spot. It is It is a really good frame. I, I, it's just yeah. definitely a, it was great. Yeah, right around 13 is really nice. Where it's yeah. still like snappy, but it's mm-hmm, not exactly. like super, super twitchy. But again, I think yeah, you pulling, just get used pulling to whatever on this frame you ride. Is like pulling up and manualing is a joke. Yeah, it comes up like nothing. I will say I like the short back end manuals. I like them for like quick manual shit. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. that stuff, it feels really good. Yeah. I even think for like manualing and like maneuvering, like pulling exactly. left and right quickly, yeah. it's a lot easier. Like a long frame just feels like very sluggish to like direct yourself toward a ledge or mm-hmm. rail or something. Yeah, that's why I like it. I like doing, trying to find like weird wiggle manuals and shit like that. So I like, with the smaller back end, you kind of get that responsiveness in the in the manual. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, I think whatever geometry you ride long enough just becomes your default. Oh, and it doesn't sure, yeah. feel any special way up to a certain point. Like, it's just what you're used to. And it doesn't really make tricks that much easier. Like, I rode, what was it, the Volume Bermuda for, like, five or six Ever. years. And it had like a thirteen seven five back end, yeah. And I think just a seventy five <laughs> head tube. It had it was basically like a trail frame, but it was yeah. just what I rode, and like, you know, still did tech ledge tricks and you know grind yeah, hard whatever. Anything. Like, but when I switched over to the uh, We the People, what was it the Awake frame, the Ed Zunda frame, which was like a thirteen two five back end. 75 5 head tube felt way better like definitely was uh was living in the past on the long back end so crazy that you rode that volume frame until you were like with we the people i know yeah that was like a freebie from like an instagram giveaway yeah that uh it was was, a billy kind of hooked me up fish eye contest wasn't it yep it was called volume gone fishing Fishing. And uh I think the fisheye clip was a clip of our buddy Jason Stelter. Yep. Riding uh the Bayshore Toys R Us spot. It was like a pole threader. Yeah, he did this line with like a um what did he do? Like threader through the pole. It was like 180? a thread the needle. It was like a a pole like and a fence. Poles to like, yeah. To guard the fence from getting smashed to, into. Exactly. And then he did I think a flat three and then manual one eighty bar on the ledge. And I got me a frame. Yep. Back in the VX days, too. We're tying it all together. Never again. Even do anything. Just had to be there with the camera. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it took. If it's free, it's for me. That's Justin's motto for sure. Yeah, he's a, you're a very frugal person, Justin. <laughs> I feel like if you wait long enough, the things that you want will just come to you. And you don't have to pay for them, <laughs> like via Twitter contests or yeah, or what have you, or somebody who upgrades their uh, massage gun, and you get the hand me down. <laughs> yeah, <for real. laughs> yep. 
I gotta pay Fred back though. I owe him at least a couple beers. We'll get even. Freddie. Freddie Drew. Yeah, it's good to have him back. Yeah, he had a good podcast. It was a good listen. I actually had to split it in two different parts, but uh, every time I go run or like take a walk, I'll try to listen to the podcast nice. or like some like comedian shit. Like I've been listening to a lot of Bill Burley uh, recently. Such a funny guy. He's awesome. But, Austin um, turned me yeah. on to him years ago. Yeah, yeah. Good. he's a funny guy. I listen to. He's got like a Thursday uh, morning podcast or whatever. Does he still do it solo? Me... Yes, he does. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like a great the only way he could. That's what makes it so good is him just fucking just ranting. alone in a room ranting. Yeah, yeah. just so <laughs> angry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm excited to, uh, when I come back to see Fred on a bike. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he waited for Franco to move away so that he could ride again. <laughs> He's like, all right, Franco's gone. Cool, cool. I'll take the bike w- out Wamo, Wamo's missing a, a, a person. We lost a member, so we had to, uh, to, to reinstate an old member. I'll be back in uh, in Christmas. We I got tickets. I got I got yep. tickets to uh, visit. I do miss New York. It's a uh, there's a lot to know, like about New it. York. Just not yeah. the like yeah. the financial side and uh, the people here. I think are pretty shitty in some ways too. But oh, yeah. I think that's everywhere. The world's just a shitty place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Christmas is gonna be tight. Time. It's gonna be uh, the Whamley reunion. The Whamley reunion. Austin's we gonna just be need to here. Franco's gonna be here. Yeah, to suffer through the winter. Dude, like winter is not even like a thing. I gotta take sick. trips in the winter. Yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be sick to have you in Florida because we need to come visit during the winter. Yeah, to stay sane. Yeah, we got a house with an extra room for Amazing. guests. So yeah, anyone that'd is be awesome. Yeah. So yeah, anyone Franco's welcome. address is. For anybody interested in visiting, <laughs> blah, 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 just blah, show blah. up. Yeah, show up whenever you want. He's got a spare room. But, so, so, yeah, we're going to be uh, doing Where did you guys fest. ride yesterday? Oh, yeah. Nah, I'll answer your question. What would you say? We went and rode um, Little Neck, where Fred lives, in Queens. And then we ventured uh, deeper west into Queens and ended up in, like, Bayside. And I didn't even realize we ended up in the Queens kids territory. And uh, <laughs> we should, I wish I would have known because I would have hit them up ahead. But we rode like a bunch of their spots. Like you literally, there are Queens kids stickers on like the pole jams and the stuff we rode. They're having a, a video premiere soon. Yeah. It might have been today. Yeah. No, that's on next October weekend. 2nd? Yep, that's um, October 2nd at Maloof Skate Park. There's gonna be premiere for their uh their full length video. They've been filming they've for a been while. Filming that, yeah, they've been on that shit for a long time, super long time. Yeah, yeah, I'm stoked to see whatever um they've come up with. Shout out to Jin and uh, Anthony. That's really it. Oh, and Matt, Matt, and Matt, right? yeah. But I think they have plenty of like extended family members that are gonna be in the video. Like, I don't think it's just like those uh four dudes. What have they uh, been filming on? You know, I think they've been filming on VXs. Yeah, a lot of dudes still uh, rocking the dyno cams. I respect it. Yeah. I, I see the appeal, but just over it. Too heavy. Just can't deal with the tapes anymore. It's just too, uh, too expensive. much 
headache. Not even the expense. It's just, it's a hassle. It's also a risk of like losing footage, footage glitching. Like, I think you've been lucky by never really going too deep into filming. Like, you've been handed cameras many times over the years, but you never like went down the rabbit hole of like being. No, I used to, I used to, back in the day, I used to have the uh, Sony uh, Handycam and it had mini DV tapes on it. So I know what it was. And it was like I had shitty computers, so like I've I've gone through it in the past. So filmer Franco was a thing. It, it was a very it was a very real thing back in the day. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So have you been living the uh, not Barcelona, Mallorca life, right? Yeah, I've been good. I mean, recently I kind of got injured, but I mean, not what really. Happened to you? Like I, I mean, I got. I feel like I think I just pulled some muscles, but like almost under my ribs or like pulled the muscles in between the ribs and it's just like i started doing jujitsu no shit yeah so what i just i just came back sick (laughs) karate stein when when did this happen i started two weeks ago maybe two and a half weeks ago maybe but yeah kind of uh just dove in and was going every day pretty hard you like and taking classes or yeah yeah i live like maybe a five minute walk to a school dojo a little, yeah a little dojo and and yeah it's like i've been kind of playing with the idea of starting it for a few months because i knew of this school and i was like oh, yeah like i had my whole driving shit going on i was like all right after i finish that like i have no excuses i'll go try it out and stuff so yeah, I tried it out like two and a half weeks ago. It was a lot of fun. I was like, yeah, it's gonna had like five free trial classes. So it just did all those and then it's like, yeah, fucking gonna I've like, always considered doing some martial arts or some some sort of sport in that, you know, yeah category. I, I, I like this like Don't you go to the gym though, Franco? No, I don't go to the gym. No, I thought you were like a gym guy here and there. No. No. Back in years ago, but after before COVID. Mm. Can you believe it's been that long? It's been like two years now (laughs) or whatever. Yeah, I'm definitely putting, once I have kids, I'm definitely doing some sort of martial arts. But do like, because, you know, like, oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, like riding all the time. Like, I got some good cardio and all that shit. But like five minutes of, of like a real sport of like sparring with someone, like trying to, you know, submit each other and get each other into position and shit. Like, like my first time, I was near passing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, but yeah. So I kind of was doing that every day for like two weeks, and then the other day, just kind of after class, the next day, just like had this kind of rib pain, and I went to the doctor, and there was nothing with the ribs, but it's like I looked online, and there's like intercourse intercoastal intercoastal muscles like the muscles in between your ribs and Does apparently it hurt when you poop no not when i poop which is good but yeah. uh if like i take a deep breath i feel it or if i do like movements like if i stretch it kind of kind of weird but apparently like you can strain them if you fall or something and uh I feel like the day before, like when I was good the day before at class, I was, we were doing like this trip T 
technique. So I was kind of like falling down a bunch. So maybe that has something to do with it. But but yeah, it's been a maybe one day, almost like a week now, just kind of chilling, trying to ice it, and just such a weird. It's like I don't know if it's my ribs under my ribs, what muscles. So it's like trying to kind of pinpoint it is weird, but. That's odd. I've never heard of that one before. Yeah. It's funny that you could like fall on the asphalt like over and over riding, trying to trick or something, but then falling like in a dojo with like, I'm assuming kind of soft mats can still injure you. Like, and I'm assuming like, again, like there was no moment where I was like, oh, I fucked myself up. It was just like, you just woke up one morning and were like, oh, yeah, this is, this is a new pain. Yeah. Either, like I said, maybe it was like, because we were doing this some like trip techniques or just from doing like pretty intensely kind of doing this shit that I haven't like my body's not accustomed to. So I was like using a lot of different muscles and maybe because I was going every day and stuff, it just strained it. And... I don't know. Yeah, shit happens. Yeah, you'll yeah. be all right. Yeah. What's next, Justin? <laughs> Uh, I guess I was just curious, uh, how's the Florida rain? Is that a pain in the ass with riding? Or is it, uh, you can just deal it's, with uh, uh, your bike getting a little it rusty? Really doesn't, it rains a lot, but it rains at a specific time, like every day. Right now it's, I guess, rainy season. So every time I get off work, it's five o'clock and it starts raining. And then it mm-hmm. fucking, sometimes it rains like a couple blocks away and it doesn't even hit us. So it's, uh, but does it dry up quick? It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. Like if it rains at five, you can go out riding later on. Yeah, you probably can. There's yeah. all these skate parks. They they have like squeegees, like you know, on the side. Yeah. The skate so parks have squeegees. <laughs> yeah, I guess really? they're squeegees. I mean, you gotta like I a think big, so at least like a like how long is it? Like the like a couple feet across? Like you drag it across the park and like you can pull the water back. They have like brooms and shit. Yeah, what are you talking? Uh, You've never like seen the little squeegee broom at Hunts? I'm thinking like a shower squeegee. I'm thinking like no, uh, <laughs> not like that. no. It's yeah. not like a rubber. They're, everyone's on their hands and knees, just like doing little. I was thinking like a really big one. Oh my god! You just yeah, mean a, like a broom? It's a normal thing here. So they're, gotcha. they, it's like a, they're imagine they're a broom, prepared, but just a squeegee. Yeah. All right. So you All push right. it. I've never seen one like that. You've never seen it like no contests or anything. Yeah, because I go to all these contests for. No, yeah, but like you've seen, you've seen content, like you've watched live stream of contests, and sometimes they get rain and they gotta go in there quick. They got like those fucking heat guns and squeegees. I have not seen that, but I believe you. It's okay. So the other day, um, I had Luigi. You know, you met him a couple of times, right? Mm-hmm. He definitely wants to be on the. No, you never met him. I grew up with, I didn't grow up with him, but like I met him when I was living in Lima back in, was it like 2007 or whatever? Mm-hmm. And he wants to be in the podcast. I think you guys would uh, get along at least pretty good because he's a video guy. So yeah. we should all be on the podcast. Yeah, definitely got to get him on. We met uh, yeah. a few years ago when he was here visiting. Yeah. He had some clips and uh, I guess it was like the Whamcam HD video. Yeah, he yeah. Did he did that over ice on that like crusty cement slab spot. He's good at those. Really good clip. Yeah. yeah. Franco, when was the last time that you were uh, in Peru? 2018 or 2019? 
we did we we went to Machu Picchu. I took Lisa. We went for a Christian's wedding. My friend Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met I so, met Christian. Did you? Yeah, he was in a. I think his honeymoon. He went to BCN. Oh, that's right. What you you met up with him, huh? That's crazy. Met up with him, yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah, like riding in Peru is like another different world out there too. You have all these perspectives, you know, riding here, riding in Florida, riding in Peru. You know, you riding in Barcelona and shit. Like it's a totally different riding everywhere. What's it like riding in Lima? Like, what's the scene like there? Uh, park riders. Park riders, yes. really? Yeah, yeah. There's parks like everywhere. Gyros and um, double every all, all the skate parks there are like kind of the same. Not anymore, but like box jump parks. There, yeah, they all had like the same layout. I guess built by the same people or you know or the same company, and it was just, just like everyone. Guy. It was just like a park rider. So, mm-hmm. me coming from living in in New York, I met up with Louis and shit, and he was like, he also lives in Florida as well, but you know he started riding mm-hmm. here. And then we just started riding street. That's like that's when I used to film a lot on the with the with the mini cam or whatever the Sony, probably like a TV nine hundred or similar. Mm, it was definitely a handy cam. It was mm-hmm. a tiny little camera like this. Oh, so it probably tapes. wasn't the TRV is like pretty chunky. It's basically like yeah. kind of like a VX one thousand sensor, but in a chunky like camcorder body. Like it doesn't have the mic on the front and the handle. It's no, you this know, it's was more a, like a chunky. this was like a Whamstagram uh, camera, like a Whammy cam, mm. but a DV mm-hmm. version of it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I used to, I started posting on YouTube like back in the day, like before I even met you guys. All these crazy, all these like little videos I would make, like little mixtapes of all the homies and stuff. Even I even had some of, of Craig and stuff. Um, you know, you dig some of those up. It's YouTube. Yeah, it's still there. That's Vimeo, the cool thing about YouTube. The Vimeo times. Vimeo is harder with the uh, the archives, though. Like I found Vimeo. Especially like searching on Vimeo, like you need to have, you know, word for word the name of the video. Yeah, you need to know the exact title, like in quotes. What happened to Vimeo? What happened to him? Like I think it just, just lost it never the battle off. with with YouTube. They just uh, they couldn't hang. Yeah. Their search engine was garbage. And people realize that. They always had better quality. They always had... I like the interface. I thought it was prettier than YouTube. I still think it is. But it's just like... I don't know. It never really caught on the way YouTube did. Like, YouTube is smart by making it sort of like a social media platform. And like, that obviously brought in way more numbers and way more like interaction and shit. Where like, Vimeo was more for like like the filmmaker. No, not definitely not forever, but Vimeo just like didn't really, they didn't really progress. Like I feel like Vimeo is looks exactly the same as it yeah, did like six eight years ago. Like, mm. but it is what it is. YouTube's okay. Yeah, no, you, I like YouTube. I spent a lot of time on YouTube to be honest. Yeah, I think I don't even have does cable these days. Just YouTube and, and yeah. Netflix. Yep. But yeah, back to the. No, I wanted to say because I find it interesting that you were saying about uh, a lot of park riders from Peru, because I remember when you were there, like all the photos that you were sending of street spots, just looked almost as if they were plaza spots. Yeah, like yeah, no, there's there is a lot of street riding. 
it's just Peru is such a is a dangerous place. It's yeah. it's fucking dangerous, and you have to be careful. You always got to be watching your back. Always, you mm-hmm. can't even really. When I took Lisa, I told her like, don't even put your phone out, just because we're walking down the street because someone can come by and just fucking take it. That's uh, it's a, Lima is definitely a sketchy place, so you do have to be careful at all times. So all these spots, all the wall rides, all the ledges, all the good shit that you want to ride are in places that you don't want to go. You to. really should not be yeah. unless you're yeah, like a local you just, and you. And this is one of the main reasons why a lot of people haven't gone there. Um, I think the Vans team was it the Vans? Yeah, they did a uh, trip there. Rich Foreign, yeah, Foreign, Rich Foreign, the video. and yeah, was it Dennis Anderson, Dennis, Dan Lacey, Aaron, uh, yeah, Austin Perrin, Perrin. Lois, Lois Mills, I think went. Um, they did it, and one of the I think the main reasons because I contacted. I mean, I eat, I fucking message him like, yo, you need to speak to Luigi. He's mm-hmm. yeah. he's the best person because he he's put in time finding all these places and these weird, you know, not the best, great, you know, in these sketchy areas, basically. So yeah, um, you you need a tour guide one hundred percent. What is uh like yeah. his crew and his like videos called? Because I've seen uh, I haven't primate primate yeah primate. yeah so primate yeah, primate BMX. If you look them up on YouTube, they've um, it's kind of. He's been making. He makes gone. like regular. Has it slowed down? Yeah. Since because I remember yeah. the last video that I had watched, like after he visited, like the riding was awesome. The spots were ridiculous. I like it. Just definitely made me want to go visit there for the spots alone. Yeah, I mean, like if you stick around the normal areas in Lima, I think you'll be fine, especially with people. Mm-hmm. With, with but, someone um, who's from there. Yeah, yeah with a yeah. local. If, if you go there alone and you don't know what you're doing, you're gonna you're definitely stepping into a uncharted territory. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't suggest it. Is that but, where um, you had that like run in with the police there, where they like you had to like bribe them and they like took yes, you out into like a I'm sketchy not, place? I'm not right? gonna disclose the reasons why this happened. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yes, I was. Um, was it 2000? It was 2015, and we got pulled over because the fucking Luigi blew two red lights in front of uh, Aguilas. They're called, and they're um, they got the they wear the little red hats, and they're like higher than regular cops. So we got pulled over, and it was me, uh, Luigi, uh, Christian, which is like a really white, tall guy, which is not Peruvian looking at all. Um, so people do they will take advantage of you. They'll think you're a tourist and shit. Um, then we had Joris, which was from France. We had, he, for some reason, Louis was like, had a couple like French dudes like over at that same time that I was there in 2015. And then we had Mark Asturias, which Austin might actually know him. He's from Barcelona. So it was just like a bunch of like a super weird mix of people. Is that, is that Shinner? Shinner. Yeah, that's Shinner. Right. And, uh, all in like a little Volkswagen. No, it's a uh, Peugeot. How do you pronounce that? Passat. Brand? I guess we just call no, it a Peugeot. Peugeot. I get Peugeot. Peugeot. Yeah. Peugeot. It was yeah. like a little Peugeot, like GTI, like golf. Mm-hmm. Like, like a little hatch. Yeah. yeah, it was a little hatch from like probably like from the 80s or whatever. <laughs> I can't believe it's still like running at this point, I think. Or maybe it's not. But um, he, he blows a red light and it's like at a, at a roundabout. So then he goes again and there's another light because it's a fucking roundabout. <laughs> and then he, he blows it again just because mm-hmm. we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Obviously, there was a cop just like chilling. It pulled over, and um, and I'm not gonna disclose why you know the reason why the cops like you know checked our bags, but they did, and um, they found things that should have been in people's bags, 
anyways, they drag us, they, they drag us, um, drug, sorry. <laughs> they take us to like the hooded area and they want money. But uh, we had to like bribe ourselves out of it. And it ended up being only like $50, like US, mm-hmm. that um, they let so, us like, go. They didn't take you to jail. Really, they didn't no, like give you tickets. You wouldn't want to go to jail sh- in that area. They straight up just like said, give us money and we'll let you go. Based in well, so many words. They kind of made it seem like we, you're, well, you're, they didn't want to be straight they up. They didn't say it us. straight up. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, but they're kind of like hinting at us, like, hey, like, give us money and we'll let you go. So Louis, like, you know, if you're from Peru, then you know how to deal with these things. So they took us to like some like dirt road. The first ATM didn't work. And I tried taking money out, didn't work. So we're like, hey, sorry, sorry, cops. Like you guys, please take us to another fucking ATM at a gas station. So we went over and uh, finally got some money out and uh, paid him off. And then we went riding. A whole 50 bucks later. Yeah, $50, and I had to borrow money from Christian. Shout out to Christian. Thank you for that. Hooked you up. You could have been uh, buried somewhere in the desert. Who knows? I guess. I was just like, the, I don't think the jails there are very nice. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I couldn't not. imagine. No, They're too nice. Is, uh, you probably don't 50, want to find out. Is 50 bucks a lot there? Like, conversion? Yeah, I mean, like, it's, was it $50? Or maybe 100 I can't remember. It was Either just way, like you didn't drain weird. your whole bank account to get out of the exactly. you, you yeah. weren't like you didn't take yeah. a huge financial deficit but it was enough that like they were content with like 50 or whatever it was yeah corruption is a is a yeah. very big thing in that country they're like we're going to the strip club tonight franco's paying <laughs> it's gonna be a good night yeah no that's probably the wildest story i've ever been to in in, in riding yeah that shit is I scary would. I'd be shit. Yeah, and then pants. we went to the hood and got, you know, a couple of the clips for the video, the primary video that came out like a couple of years ago. We filmed it in 2015. Like that's how long he's been filming for that, Luigi. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So the video yeah, I'm thinking like... of is just called the primate video. That's the one. That's like, I think like it's like not everything's on Instagram, like I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Not everything's on Instagram. But it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Okay, yeah, because I, I think that's where I saw uh, it, but I also have a physical copy, because while he was here, I think he he just really? like, handed me a copy. Yeah, I have, I definitely have it in the in the collection. Cool. But anyway, DVDs are tight, yeah, DVDs are tight. I, I got the AMPM video, that was, uh, it was good. Yeah, kind of, kind good. of com- comparing it a little bit with the uh, Scott, two totally different vibes, obviously, but... Um, yeah. I just got them at the same time, so like I've been watching both of them. They're both really good. Yeah, I haven't seen AMPM yet. I sort of uh, I bailed on the premiere. They were having technical difficulties, and I was really tired, <laughs> and I just I couldn't hang anymore. Where was, was it? It was at LES. I retired from reading during the jam. <laughs> I was at LES <laughs> after the entire um, Dawn of the oh, Streets jam. Oh, that was jam. the Dawn of the Streets, right? And I tried, and ah. it was like they were going to premiere the video at like 10 o'clock. So I was like, okay, I'll stick around till 10. The video will probably be done before 11. And then I'll, you know, drive home about an hour from uh, from where I was parked in Brooklyn. And yeah, by 10.30, they were still, like, fucking with the projector. Like, trying out. to get it to play and, like, things were not going well. And I think at, like, 10.45, I was like, I gotta go. Like, I'm literally falling asleep at like, LES. Like, Dude, I drank a bang energy to drive home. 
literally went to a, the first bang energy bang. I ever had. It was disgusting, but it got it was, me home. Yeah. So yeah, I still got to watch that. One thing I missed. Bang energy. There's one thing I missed. No, uh, the premiere, the <laughs> dawn of the streets, or whatever. It was a good time. It was literally right when I got to Florida that that happened. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They did kind of overlap mm-hmm. perfectly. So anyway, we've been running on this for uh for a good hour plus at this point. Has it been an hour? Yeah, I'm seeing an hour nineteen. Minus the six minutes before we actually uh, ran the intro. <laughs> so that was a, it was a good time. It's a good time catching up with you guys. It's has been a, a good time. Yeah, I haven't really got to yeah. hear uh, many details about Florida Franco. The Florida movie, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it still feels a little surreal living here, having your own place. But um, so far, so good. And I, I hope you guys come soon. Yeah, we need yeah, to. So. Thank you. Yeah. If anything, um, I'll see you guys in, during Christmas. Yeah, yeah I'm happy for sure. that uh, we'll have a little reunion during christmas you'll you'll be there too right yeah yeah i got my tickets we'll have a maybe we'll get marvin involved but i have a Ooh. i have everyone all the, the entire wamo crew available sounds how like long are you staying are you just staying for like kind of the days around christmas or are you staying a little bit mm, i don't know at least it takes care of that shit <laughs> she buys the tickets <laughs> she buys the tickets she plans it out so, you're just along for the ride. I go, I go along with it, right? <laughs> so anyway, we usually end with uh, if you want to, any shout outs, plug your Instagram, whatever. Shout out to, shit, I don't know, my mom for supporting me. Really, hell yeah! Shout my out mother, to all the moms, everyone, uh, everyone on the Wham Cram crew. Uh, that's really it. Uh, and where are you on Instagram? Uh, at Franco Tirador ninety one. Franco Tirador ninety one. I always like that Instagram. Instagram. It just rolls you, you off might, the tongue. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna figure that out or follow me. So, yeah, you can find it. Yeah. I feel like if you uh, you could also go on the the Wamstagram Instagram, which is a little you dormant can. right I now. I should I should update that shit. Or you guys can have yeah, the login because I don't. Yeah, I don't really update it anymore. And have, we have a good amount of followers on that. It's got a few. Yeah, I uh, have three Instagram accounts and definitely don't have the like <laughs> the mental tenacity yeah. to add a four. I'll give it to Gang. Shout out to Gang. That's, we should uh, that's give it to Gang. Dude, he right loves there. Instagram. Yeah, dude, he he posts he on the story like constantly when we're riding. Yeah, so yeah. really should give him the login. I should. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's right, a uh, a podcast Instagram. It's at Sore Losers BMX Podcast. Easy just Thanks do a post when the episode goes up. Thank yeah. you for coming on. Yeah. Definitely want to yeah. uh, have you on again. Yeah, we'll Talk do it. about whatever. Any, sure. Anytime. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, it's relatively easy once you get the right headphones plugged in. <laughs> uh, yeah, Takes a couple pain. tries. So yeah, I'm on Instagram at jcobley. Austin's at Austin underscore Mazer. And yeah, if you uh, are not doing so already, go ride your bicycle. Do it. Still fun even when you're old. <laughs>